baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Wednesday evening episode of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. Um, And actually, uh, you know, the story we're going to begin with was actually a Tuesday evening. And I apologize. I'm running into uh, remembering what days it is. You know, everything's off because of the Labor Day holiday. Um, But yes, our top story was actually a Tuesday evening story. David, you uh, you sat at City Council Council for a good part of uh, last night um, because the uh, city council and uh, the police chief met. Um, how did that meeting go? What were you able to get from uh, from that meeting last night? Yes. So um, the meeting itself, uh, the open part of the meeting lasted about two hours. And the, uh, the vast majority of that was uh, devoted to uh, whether or not to advance uh, basically having city council elections be ranked choice in November. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, several representatives from the Richmond NAACP were there uh, against the ranked choice. Several members of uh, another organization whose name escapes me were there uh, in was favor. It crusade, of the was it crusade for voters? It may well have been. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, they ultimately voted uh, 6-3 against the, the ranked choice, uh, basically saying that Richmond has enough uh, things to deal with in terms of like enfranchising uh, voters uh, before they start further ch- switching it up on people. Yes. Um, and then uh, that seemed to be the sentiment among those who voted against ranked choice. And then, uh, you know, And then they moved into the closed session, Uh, notably uh, eighth uh, district representative or councilwoman uh, Reva Trammell was very uh, opposed to any discussions relating to Dogwood Dell being behind closed doors. Um, It got pretty heated in there for the last couple of minutes. but ultimately, they voted eight to one, the one being Councilwoman Trammell. Excuse me. It's Trammell. Uh, Trammell? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is he, just, just so you know, and just so our listeners know, um, David David is, is young. Reva's been around for a long time yeah. um, and um, has represented off and on the 8th District uh, for, for a long time. Um, but... It's understandable. This was David, quite literally David's first city council meeting. He did an excellent yes. job covering it, but just, just if he, right. if he messes up a name, it's totally, totally fine. Yes. Um, I'm reading all these off their plaques. So yes. forgive me uh, any, any goofs there, but uh, so Trammell. Trammell, Trammell. Yes. So she was the only one who voted against going uh, into a closed session. They did that right about seven o'clock. Um, we did not really see them again until just before nine. So they were in there for two hours. Uh, Richmond police chief, uh, Gerald Smith was 
there for about the first hour and then he left. Uh, we weren't able to talk to him, unfortunately, but, um, yes, after the fact, you know, we talked to, uh, Mike Jones and, uh, council member Nye, uh, briefly. Um, they both said pretty much the same thing. They were basically saying that the, you know, Richmond police has promised to, uh, be a little more upfront with the communication with the council members in the future. Um, both, you know, we're not trying to minimize what happened, but we're very much trying to sort of move the focus to the, the future. Um, so yes, it was a long closed session. Uh, uh, council members Trammell and uh, Lynch left in the middle for one reason or another um, and weren't able to comment at that time. But yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much what happened. It was, uh, yeah. yes. Did, did, did they provide any additional, and I, any additional information as to what may have entailed in this plot? Cause of course, what a lot of people are asking and, and, and uh, you're asking and everyone is asking is what is the evidence that this plot was actually going to take place? And if so, was it going to take place at Dogwood Dell? Of course, we've gone back and forth on that. And there's been FOIA. There's been a lot, lot going on there. Did they provide any insight into what was going on with this? With this? No. And I mean, that was sort of the uh, what, what was expected. But at the same time, uh, and it sounds like the council members still, at least from what they were telling us, haven't really seen any of that evidence themselves. Uh, you know, we asked Mike Jones and he said he has not, you know, personally seen any of the evidence, but that he's talked because of this ongoing case, but he's talked to the chief about, uh, you know, the ways it should be handled moving forward. But the, the evidence is still very much like only in the, only seen by the eyes of, uh, Richmond police, as far as I know, um, Still no no further details about what this uh, alleged plot would have would have actually failed. Um, and that is the, the thing is, uh, yeah, no, still still no details there. Under, under, understood. And uh, and again, you know, it's, it's interesting and it's you led with it. You know, on on a on a normal night, the the lead really would have been the the rank choice voting because there was really some yeah. interesting debate there and. The one thing, and, and you mentioned it, and, and some of the other media mentioned it as well, the, the idea that Richmond could be holding a ranked choice election in some seats while voting um, voting non-ranked choice in other seats would be yes. awfully, awfully confusing for, for, for the voter. That was what uh, Mike Jones specifically cited, was that a lot of his uh, opposition to it came from the, the fact that it's only for the city council and not across the board and the confusion that could cause, uh, you know, other, other people, uh, especially, uh, council member Robertson, Robertson, um, all said, you know, basically said that Richmond has priority, like in terms of getting people to vote has a lot higher priorities than rank choice and that rank choice would only further kind of muddy the waters there so um 
Yeah, that and that debate wound up lasting almost 90 minutes, but the 6-3 vote was pretty decisive when it yeah. came down yeah. to it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, moving on to uh, the next story that you covered, and it's tangentially tied in that it deals with Richmond Police. Richmond Police uh, solved an interesting case of vandalism, which occurred to their vehicles on their property. Yes. So on the night of uh, the 20, August 28th and 31st, which initially I don't think I realized it was two separate nights where this happened. Um, but the, uh, a vandal uh, broke into the Richmond uh, police parking garage and uh, graffitied several uh, you know, police cars, other official vehicles, um, and this morning, Richmond detectives uh, arrested uh, a man, a 33-year-old Richmond guy, who they, uh, they're saying they have, you know, good evidence that he is the vandal. Um, I asked, you know, how they, uh, how they found, you know, if they had caught him via video or something like that, they declined to uh, explain how uh exactly they caught him and they said that the the damage is still being assessed but they are very confident that this is the guy understand and, and uh we we discussed i discussed this with jeff when it first uh first came out the language on the cars was anti-police um some words which we can't repeat here and want to keep our clean podcast rating but um it, it was it was targeted it was targeted vandalism um as far as we can tell um at yes. Richmond police and it occurred again on Richmond police uh police ground and of course now of course he'll he'll be he'll be charged with this has been charged with this and uh go to court over it um, yeah you know if he is in fact the person who uh who, who is responsible um moving on to uh another story we covered today today the general assembly was back in session um and really, they didn't do a whole lot other than vote for judges. But there's been concern for weeks from abortion rights groups that there was going to be an abortion vote, uh, abortion ban vote today uh, that never came about. But they figured they'd still hold a rally, start to, to gin up support uh, ahead of elections in November, congressional elections in November, as well as um, the start of the session in January. So there was a rally down at the down at the Capitol um, against any additional abortion restrictions. Whether or not one would actually pass still remains to be seen. The Senate remains democratically controlled, um, but Joe Morrissey is a potential swing vote. I've seen reports that he would favor a 20-week um, ban. The governor wants 15 weeks, um, but it's not clear exactly how that would, you know, how that would play out. And of course, during an assembly session, Things have to go through committee, and Joe Morrissey doesn't sit on the committee that deals with the abortion bills, and uh, there's a heavy Democratic majority there. So whether or not anything actually ever gets to the floor still still remains to be to be seen um, in those cases. There are ways to get around that. Um, it's happened before, but it doesn't happen often. So we'll see what happens there. Final story, and this one is more a general story, but we talked to Virginia expert. Um, you're, it seemed like it's been a relatively light hurricane season, and it actually has been. 
Um, and the reason being is apparently it's just been dry over the Atlantic where these storms form. And so we haven't gotten the storms, although we've got two storms out there now. We're on, they're only the fifth and uh, fourth and fifth named storms out in the Atlantic uh, this year. Normally, we're a little bit further ahead. Um, but neither seems to be a threat to land right now. And of course, the problem is, is in some areas of Virginia, we could use the rain. I mean, flat yeah. out, we could use the rain here in Richmond, maybe not in Buchanan County where they've had flooding all, you know, all summer and maybe not in southwestern Virginia. But here in Richmond, we definitely could use some uh, <laughs> some torrential rains just to help out with the uh, the uh, the water deficit and to help get grass growing in my front yard. Um because right now it's just mud puddles, my mud, <laughs> mud spots, basically. So, um, but that's basically what we have for you today. Again, uh, David did an excellent job covering city council uh, last night um, and came away with uh, two really good quality stories there. Um, and um, obviously we'll keep an eye on city council, see if they change their minds on the ranked choice voting. Although, like you said, at six to three, I don't see that uh, happening mm-hmm. too much until, until we see it, see it maybe tried someplace else. And then, uh, you know, maybe Richmond will come back to it. So, Anyways, this has been the Wednesday episode of It's News to Us. He's David Lefkowitz. I'm Matt Demline, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.